Ice Cube's dad is John Witherspoon. He in the movie. He's actually my real dad in real life. That's not true. He my dad for pretend though. He be saying get to D or whatnot. Give me advice. It's real fun. You should try it. Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, me and Ian will tap into some NBA Finals predictions. Yes, you will listen to this podcast and see who we will pick to win this year's NBA Finals. And you're also going to get some aftermath drama from the NBA Conference Finals our reactions to them also we tap in to some vacation talk with your boy rod the magnificent as i give some details about my vacation and also and we'll be getting into his shout outs as well also we have some awards to give about and movies we're going to be tapping into some movies an interesting movie topic so keep listening pay attention take heed and enjoy the show What up, what up? Yo, what it do, baby? <laughs> we back. We are right back. Right before the final. Sorry, yes, sir. I we are finally at the finals again, Rodney. Man, dude. We are here. Hey, we are can here. Believe, can you believe, Ian? This is the fourth finals we've covered on MVP. Really? Yeah. Four finals in a row. Oh man. wow. Yeah. Four finals like in a row. I like it, man. Yep. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 get to it, man. I love this time of year, man. I love it. Got the got the Western Conference champions, Golden State Warriors in it. Got the Boston Celtics from representing the East, which nobody believed in, by the way, myself included. So you know what I'm saying. Shout out to Boston for making me eat my words. And uh, I mean, you picked them to beat the Bucks, though. I did pick them to beat the Bucks, and I picked them to beat the Heat. But I did not pick them to beat Brooklyn. I I didn't even yeah yeah I did not pick. Yeah, them we to both Brooklyn. didn't do that. Yeah, we both didn't. Do that. Yeah. But they've been looking like you know I'm not gonna say they've been looking like world beaters because I'm, I'm gonna get on some of my critiques of them later on in the show. But you know, hey man, nobody nobody really thought they were gonna come out the East, man. A lot of people were talking about Milwaukee and Miami and Brooklyn and. Hey man. I also, also later on, I got I didn't put this in the syllabus, but I got a hot take question I'm gonna throw in there too, talking about Boston. Mm. That's starting is a question that's starting to elevate, and I'll, I'll get into it later, man. But hey, man, hey, how's things been going, man? Playing a little catch up was 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 good. Oh man, everything's good, man. Everything's good. You know, still out here undefeated in these streets. We had a little outbreak <clears throat> of COVID in our congregation, and we actually had to go. Um, virtual, uh, completely virtual again, r- mm. briefly um, last week, and um, but you know we we all good now. We all good. Oh y'all, y- all y- stars. Y- yeah, we all start. <laughs> we all start. You know your boy, <laughs> your boy. Uh, unfortunately, your boy <laughs> ended up being a vector and um, and tested positive, and, oh. and we we yeah yeah out here in these streets, raw dog in the air, you know. And, and, and I hit kicking it, you know, like everything, everything. 
And, and, and that ain't the move. That's not that's not that's not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> he said that's not sexy. <laughs> hey, you got any no. shout outs though? Of course I do. Of course I do. Man, shout out to these shout out to these shady talk coordinators once again. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, bro. You 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 talk to you talk to a brother at the congregation. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'd be available to give a talk within the next few months. Like, just just get at me. Just just or, or holler at my my talk coordinator. You holler at the talk coordinator. No, nah, he can't go out. Well, well, why not? He told me he was available. Well, no, nah, he not. He thought he was available, but he not. But I'm available. And it's like, man, what's up with these these self promoting talk talk coordinators, man? And then when they come through, the talk be trash. Right. It's like yeah, I know strange. you got good speakers, and every time I ask you for a good speaker, you you claim they're not available. Like, what what's up? What is up? And then you only want to put yourself out there. Well, I could give it a talk. It's like, all right, man. I, I I see what's going on here. And shout out to these brothers, talk coordinators, and otherwise who only want to speak to you in scriptural code. Like, hey, hey, and pause for a second. Hold on, hold on. Let me pause it real quick. I just gotta. Get- all right, all right. <laughs> These brothers only talk to you in, in scriptural code. You say, "Oh man, you know, yeah, I can give you this speaker." Oh man, thanks, I appreciate it. Well, you know, according to Proverbs thirteen, such and such, us brothers have to do this. And according to First Thessalonians, it's like, right, man, just talk to me like I'm a normal brother, man. You ain't? Are you counting time on me or something? Like, why is every text message a, a, a quote a quoted scripture? Just, just talk to me. I love the Lord just as much as anybody else. But just, you can talk to me like I'm normal. You don't have to prove to me that you're actually brother so and so. Like I believe you. Like, like, like it's, it's just weird. It's, so, it's weird, right? And I know that's a weird thing to complain about. And I probably sound mad wicked to a lot of listeners right now. But like, every, every response don't got to be a scripture, bro. No, it doesn't. Just talk, and then don't be the same. Them be the same brothers you hear about later on. They cheating on their wife. They got a bunch of chicks chained up in their basement. You know what I mean? They got all sorts of, you know what I'm saying? Dark secrets and whatnot. Dead giveaway. Right, right. Dead giveaway. You know, and it's like, yeah, just talk to me like you normal, bro. Like, like we just two brothers talking about exchanging speakers and you hitting me with the... All, all, all things you thank, thank you, brother. All things the we, we, we want to be refreshing like dewdrops and be all things to all people and do all. We don't want to be. We don't want to be smoldering wicks. Right. It's like okay, bro. All right. You sound a little weird, but okay, I, I can dig it. Like, but just yeah, just talk to me like normally. When when brothers get to talking like that, I get suspicious, man. Like, all right, man, what what you hiding? What's what's what, what dirt you got under your fingernails? Oh man, yeah. Or or or, or it'll be Tuesday. It'll be like, huh, huh, yeah. How about that Watchtower study coming up? Uh huh. And I'm like, yo, I ain't studied it yet, cause my meetings on Sunday and this is Tuesday. I'm not gonna study my Watchtower till Saturday. Oh oh, if, <laughs> you're in for a good one, brother. It's like, why you gotta why you gotta put it out there that you've already studied the Watchtower a week in advance? Like, like a brothers, weirdo. And some brothers do that to test to see if you study how how far along in advance you study for the meetings. It's like, bro, it's just I don't know. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, stop that, y'all. Stop that. You sound weird. No, I ain't studied the watchtower. Yeah, it's Tuesday. 
I ain't even studied for the for the midweek meeting yet. You know, then they act shocked when you tell them, like, no, nah, man, I haven't looked at it yet. Oh, you haven't looked at it. Oh, 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 well, it's good. You're you're in for a good one, man. Make sure you study. All right, dude. Make sure you study. Yeah, and you find out they they answer uh, 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 some sort of weird pornography. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> come on, y'all, stop that! Like, you ain't got to prove to me that you a witness. Like, just 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 talk to me normal, man. Like, yeah. brothers appreciate that when you talk to them normal. When you just approachable, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, they, that's. That's the main thing, you know, when it comes to elders. Like, we, you, you want elders to be approachable. You don't want to go up to an elder and you're afraid that you're about to get beat over the head with a bunch of scriptures just because you went to go see Cars 2. It, it's not... It's not <laughs> Cars 2. Yeah, the way the cars, they bump into each other violently. Uh, I can't watch movies like that. You know, you have to be careful. Jehovah hates violence. <laughs> what? <laughs> Even cartoon violence. <laughs> true, that's a true story, by the way. But yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Like, Not me. Like, this was bro. this was some another young brother shared with me uh, from his congregation. Wow, wow. I feel sorry for him being in a congregation with a brother like that. Like, oh, he turned out fine. I- he turned out fine, man. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he did, but I'm saying the brother who said that to him. That's like, yeah. yeah so I guess I talking know, to you about the Batman is totally off limits. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I, I I really be careful. We 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 about to get on movies later on in the show, but yes, sir. Know, I can't I, wait. I can't I, wait. I, I, <laughs> it's like, man. It's like, man. I don't even talk to nobody about movies, man. You know, I don't even. You know, I. Anyway, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Uh, I, I got a, I got a shout out to it. This is it's related to what you're talking about with these talk coordinators, man. Dude, because y'all done booked all these talk coordinate, all these talks from uh, Japan, uh, you know, Africa, uh, Bethel speakers, SKE speakers, and you can't no longer use them and you weren't trying to fill in all these slots. Don't be texting me a night before trying to get me to drive all the way to the other side of town to give a talk at your at your meeting and inquiring and inquiring me about it. Not once, not twice, but three times I've had to turn this same brother down. Oh, I, I repeat, ladies and gentlemen, for those who have been listening to this show for a long time. Y'all know how I roll. I do not do last minute talks. I do not <laughs> give out half cooked spiritual food. That's not me. You can find a super elder at some other congregation or super servant that that's going to be here. I am send me right on the spot. Go ahead. Do it. You know, insure on the spot. You know that commercial insure. You want those insure on the spot elders? Call, call them elders. But don't call me. <laughs> Cause, Cause I ain't, I ain't the one, man. I ain't the one. I'm not about Roddy, to just stop Roddy what I'm said, doing. He 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 prepared his spiritual food like Brother Sanders prepared hey, his man. food like like slow it, slow and steady, man. Man, if you, you ain't sneezing, you ain't seasoning. If you ain't bro, <laughs> if you ain't sneezing, you ain't seasoning. <laughs> Gotta make sure it fall off the bone, you know. Exactly. <laughs>
real. Santa said, go, go ahead, take a bite out of that. <laughs> hey, put, that put, put them ribs back in the oven. They ain't ready yet. And, and, and put some butter, <laughs> uh, put some butter, some brown sugar back on, you know, put some more on that too, and wrap it up and have them move forward. <laughs> right. But Santa's been stole recipes from Sister Williams. <laughs> <laughs> so did. Yeah, no, she don't know it. She don't know it, but yeah, yeah, but we know it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we do. Stole it Mr. Williams, but it's still good though. Oh, shout out to Brother Sanders. If you guys missed the last mixtape, man, go go back and check it out. It's a surprise in there for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Sanders, Brother Sanders got he he kind of inspired me. I want to make my own mixtape now, dedicated <laughs> dedicated to a few special people myself. <laughs> Hey, so hey, if you haven't listened to it, y'all better go backtrack, man. Go to that last mixtape, man. Check out that Brother Sanders mixtape. You'll get that surprise, man. But real quick, man, before we get to our NBA, man, just I'm fresh black from the from the wilderness, man. You know what I mean? I went out to Montana, Yellowstone. Oh, nice. Uh, that's that right. That's right. How was your vacation? Man, bro. Oh, my God, man. I ain't want to come back, man. Man, I want to move out there, man. It's peace. It's quiet. You know? Saw a lot of, you know, went on a few tours, saw a lot of animals, saw a wolf eating a dead carcass. Uh, wow. I got I got video footage in if you want to see it too. But uh, yeah, man, it, it, it was a pretty nice trip, man. Like, man, what made you want to go out to Montana? Yeah, you know, me and the wife talked about it. You know, we had saw a few stuff on TV about it. And, you know, wifey was real pumped about going there. And, you know, we, we I was like, hey, I'm all for it. I don't care. You know, I, I just want to get out. I just want to get out of Chicago, period. I, I mean, I was so drained. I was so like, I was over it, man. I'm like, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. So shoot, we cracked the bank open and got this trip going. Flew out there, rented a car, had a night, man, had a, had a nice Airbnb. Nice. That was off the chain. And uh, man, we, we had a good time, man. It, it was really nice. That sounds dope, man. Montana. I, I like. I like. I like that you. I like that concept that you went with, man. Because a lot of people, man, be be taking the wrong trips for the wrong reasons with the wrong people. The same, and it's be the same trips. It is the same trip. I'm not. I'm not a sit at the beach all day type dude. I'm not a sit around a pool and drink type dude. I, I like to get. I like to be active on my trips. I like to. Right. I like to. I like to absorb the culture of the place I'm going to. Like exactly. Now, I have my moods where it's like, yeah, today I do just want to sit around exactly. and lounge around. But I'm not going to do that the whole trip. It's like I remember last right. time I, my wife went to the Bahamas. It's like you know we went all into the island. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. And it was refreshing, man. They had all sorts of museums and whatnot, and and Black History centers and and stuff you wouldn't even think the Bahamas would have. You know, and it was just refreshing, like seeing a, a country. That was my first time seeing a country run by black people, like through and through, you know. Right. And we just think of the Bahamas as just beaches and sand, but it's so much more to it. And um, they got the Bahamian culture is 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 rich, man. It is indeed rich. But that's yep. dope, man. Y'all got to go out there and see some sights and spend some time together as a couple. And man, it sounded like that was a good that was a good time. Yeah, we we wanted to do it in June around our anniversary time, but we, but it would have been more expensive. So we went on and did it in May, like a week before our anniversary. So it's kind of it was an anniversary trip. So you know, kind of celebrating oh. it early. So yeah, man, I we just had congratulations. Oh, appreciate it. It'd be Saturday, and yours is past too, right? Yeah, man, I just hit fifteen years on uh, May nineteenth. Oh, 
Did y'all do anything big or y'all just chilled out? Yes and no. Yes and no. Because we we discussed it beforehand because we neither one of us were really game for doing anything big. And that was kind of before COVID happened. And now that we're still like on the tail end of that, like we we did we did do something like intimate, you know, off off with ourselves, but we we just you know just enjoyed each other's company and her um my wife she was able to treat herself uh to a place she went to go to new york city with her mom and sister and uh, see uh serrano debrizniak i think that's how you say it with james mcavoy it's like this broadway play that's running right now so that was like you know my little treat to her oh okay okay nice her treat her treat her treat to me was four days at the crib off work with peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can't argue with that. Can't argue with that at all. <laughs> that's that's, that's the best type of trip to take, Rodney. Like what, what you and Danita did instead of just, yeah, we gonna go here with all these people and then they come back and so-and-so been stumbled because so-and-so drank too much and then started twerking or so-and-so's wife wore an inappropriate <laughs> outfit and they didn't want their husband looking at this. Like, man, yeah, yeah, it's like, how y'all do this? Y'all y'all knew this was going to end one way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what, what, what do you expect, you know? Yeah. yeah. Not so. to mention, man, when I'm on vacation, I'm on vacation from everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, like including people at the hall. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know that sounds bad, but like, hey. Like, yeah, I mean, I like I said, me and my wife, we always roll solo. Every now and then, we're going to, you know, trip with a couple other people. But uh, I'd rather just meet me and her, and we can just come and go as we please. And we on our own timeline, and we, we do what we want. And, you know, come back, take a bunch of pictures, show people. And they want to go, they, they can yeah. go on their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your own thing, man. I know that sound bad. I, I'm gonna have to edit that out. Don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Do what you gotta do. We're gonna get into this NBA though. <laughs> NBA sir. conference yes, finals sir. reaction. Uh Ian, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Like we said, we I think we both had the same prediction, pretty much. We had the Heat. I mean, we had the Celtics, we had the Go to State Warriors advance to the finals. Yes, sir. We sure did. We sure did. I, and I, my, my seven game prediction with the Eastern Conference Finals came came true, man. Uh, the shocker, you know, like normally I'm way off with my predictions. Like, <laughs> like but this year has just been an exception. Um, Now, now Golden State and Dallas didn't go seven. But, you know, I, I still predicted Golden State. Um, But uh, but yeah, man, like like I, I, I love it that it's these two teams. Because you have a team in the West, the Warriors, whose championship window is about to start closing. And then you have, <clears throat> and to be honest, they got cheated a couple of years due to injury. Um, and then you have another team whose championship window is starting to open up. And, and or just opened up, you know, right. and they're fit, they're really starting to figure things out. And Jason Tatum has potential to be a, a dominant figure in the Eastern Conference for like at least another five, six years. You know, I hate that the only only players we talk about in the East is KD. I don't hate that we talk about Giannis because he deserves to get talked about. But we we spend too much time on KD, Kyrie. 
Embiid and and, and at times Jimmy Butler. <clears throat> and I, I love that Jason Tatum has inserted himself into that conversation as one of the the, the top tier players in the East. Yeah, I agree. You know, I agree. Well, me and my son, we got to uh, when my wife was out of town. Me and my son, we we watched that whole. Uh, for the most part, we watched that whole Boston and Milwaukee series together, and my son is just like he is convinced, like like Jason Tatum is like the best player on the planet right now. Mm. And like, yeah, I'm, I was like, yeah, imagine that. Okay. It was like, because okay. I kept telling him, I was like, I don't know, Giannis might have something to say about that. And he was, you know, he was dismissive of Giannis and everything. And um, yeah, man, my son is a huge Jason Tatum fan now. I have no issue with that. I mean, he, you know, Jason Tatum is a is a Kobe disciple. His game emulates Kobe uh, to a certain extent, and I see why you know young people are attracted to to, to Jason Tatum. So I, I'm, I'm not gonna go as far as to go. You know, he's the best player uh, over Giannis. But hey, you know, and I think honestly, that's going to be a rivalry that we're going to be enjoying for the next couple of years is Minnesota Boston. Um, I think that this is not going to be the last time we see them meet in the playoffs. I think next year they might clash again. So you never know, man. Oh, and shout out to Adoka. You know, Adoka, I know. <laughs> I, I was going to throw this uh, question out here. Uh, a lot of I'm hearing a lot of Bulls fans chatter about this. All of this whole yeah, we should have, you know, Udoka was available when we hired uh, Billy Donovan, and I'm like, guys, like, listen. But our personnel is still going to be the same. Right. We can, That's not going to change the lineup. Right. Yeah. It, 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 and and not, I'm not saying I'm not defending Billy Donovan because I'm not a huge Billy Donovan fan either. But I definitely wasn't saying two years ago, oh, the Bulls need to hire Doka just so you can sound like this intelligent sports enthusiast. Like, bro, like, he wasn't saying <laughs> anything about this dude until he made the finals. And now all of a sudden, because he was available around the time the Bulls had a, a coaching hire opportunity, now all of a sudden, oh, we see, we should have hired him. What? Right, right, right. Well, nobody's saying that. Right. Well, so, nobody's saying that. You was probably talking about Mark Jackson or somebody. Everybody was saying. Most Bulls fans were saying Mark Jackson. Most Bulls fans were saying Mark Jackson when we was, you know, about to be in the coaching hunt. So I don't want to hear all of this Udoka talk, man. But shout out to Udoka. This, I mean, this, this, great with the Boston this revision is history. Bulls fans want to do. Yeah, man. But dude, I, I love the fact that it's these two things, man. Because, because, like I said, the Warriors window is about to close. The Celtics window is opening up. They, they, they fought, man. They fought. They were a 500 team in January. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And they, and they, they, they fought and clawed their way back up. Got they were able to capitalize on a, the, the established chemistry they already had, you know. And, and like, you know, I, I, I'm in no way a Boston fan, but like in a way, I'm kind of rooting for them because of the all the all the jerking around that they went through during, during the the, uh, the Kyrie Irving years, and um, then they went with Kemba, then they then they switched over to Dennis Schroeder, and it's like, and they had a viable point guard right there all, the whole time with Marcus Smart. Mm. You know, so I, and both teams are likable. Both teams are likable. Um, exactly. 
You know what I mean? There's no, there, I'm not thinking about it. It's like, there's no team in the West that was a threat that I actually hated. Um, Cause I do like the Suns. I, I, I honestly, I like the Mavericks. I, 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 Luca's a very likable player, but like I would have hated to have seen Brooklyn get through the East or even Miami. Like as good as Miami is, I acknowledge that they're good, but I, I just, I don't know, man. It's something about them I just don't like. Like I don't, I don't, I don't like their stadium. I don't like their fans. I don't like, I don't like Pat Riley. I, I, I hate their uniforms. You know what I mean? Yeah, you hate Alonzo's lips. <laughs> I do. I do. I hate his lips. I hate his hairline. I hate I he he just he like a bitter ex-girlfriend, man. It's like every time you put this dude in front of a mic, he gotta take a shot at Michael Jordan or you know what I mean? Uh 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 yeah. It just dude, come on, bro. Like I don't know my nobody likes y'all like that. Like I know I don't like y'all like that. Jimmy Butler, I still think is a bit of a clown. I got nothing against Bam out of bio. I actually like him. I like but, him. Um, I love his I, game. I hate I hate Udonis Haslam. <laughs> I hate why, his lips. Why is he why is he in the lineup? I hate his bones. I hate his I hate his salt and pepper hair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I will I'm gonna get on him later. I got an award for him. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. I I, I gotta give it. I'm not, I mean, I'm not a big Jimmy fan myself. Uh, I he played his butt off those last two games in the series, but uh, man, they I, I never was sold on the Heat. I, I wasn't sold on the Heat from the start of the playoffs all the way. I had the Celtics in six actually, and I was surprised that the Celtics didn't close it out in, in Boston in Game Six. But like, did they? <laughs> I don't know. The, the the Heat just to me they didn't play anybody like spectacular enough for me to say they're good enough to go to the finals. I, I felt that the Boston, whoever won between Boston and Milwaukee was going to the finals. You did that say was, that. Yeah, you I did say that. I, I don't, I don't, cause I just was never so on the heat, you know, and I'm not a big fan of Tyler Hero. Shout out to him winning the six man of the year, but I'm still not a big fan. Um, he another one I hate, he another one I hate. You giving me more reasons to hate them, Rodney. <laughs> I mean, dude, like, uh, you know, Cal Lowry, all he does is flop and and throws and complains to the refs and complains to the refs and, and shooting brick air balls and and everything. Yeah, he be he be, he, he legit looked like he he trying to convince the refs that the, another player just stabbed him. Like the, the way he just be bugging his eyes out and. Being all demonstrative with, with pleading his case, it's like, dude, go sit down somewhere, like, like on a prim. Go to the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only person I really, uh, really rock with is Old Depot, man. And I hope he finds a, another area, another place to play, man. I thought he played well in this series. I don't well even like to... Old Depot. I don't even like Old Depot, man, because it's like he got he got big headed at one point. He was when he was with OKC and when he was with the Pacers. It's like he was acting like he was the bee's knees. Like the only player I really like is is Bam Adebayo. You don't get down with Max Struss? No, man, get him out of here. Get him out of here. And Duncan Robinson, Duncan with his Robinson. eyes look like look like they too close together. Uh, Vin, you know Vincent. You don't get down with Vincent either. No, no, get him out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. What about Spoke, oh, man? Coach Spoke. 
I respect Spo. I respect Spo. He all star. He ain't no all star, but I respect him. <laughs> Shout out to Spo. He's the most definitely not an all star. <laughs> Man, I love where this show is going. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh man. But yeah, man, I, I'm with all that being said, man, we're gonna get into this this finals, man. These finals predictions, man. Oh, so, real quick, uh, real quick, real quick, real quick. The shot Jimmy Butler took with two minutes left in the fourth when he oh, tried yeah, to I'm go for skip the that. Yeah. What did you think of that? Did you think it was I, going in? I no, I I I didn't when I saw his feet not really set, but I'm not mad at the shot because you you're going for the win, man. And I, I know I understand he should have went for the two and all that other stuff, but hey, I mean, it, it, you know, he took the shot. He he lived and died with it, and, and we moving on. I maybe maybe I have a different attitude because I was like, hey, I, I want I wanted the Celtics to win a series anyway, so I don't have a problem with him taking the shot. And if he, even if he hit it, it didn't guarantee them to win the game. True, because there was still a lot of time left on the clock. Right. I do think he should have went for the two. I think if he went for the two and they just, you know. Uh, yeah, Al just, Horford. He could have drove past Al Horford <clears throat> and, and got an and one or something. True, true. Yeah, he could have done that. Because I, I totally thought it was going in when he shot it up. Because I'm like... All the momentum seemed to be swinging in the Heat's way at that point in the game. And when he sent that shot up, I'm like, oh, here we go. Because Jimmy Butler, of course, was the only one having a good game. Right. You know, so I think if he went for the two, we might be having a a totally different conversation right now. I I just hated the way Marcus Smart played in the last minutes. I I hated the way he played. Like, this, this man was like okay this is my team man i'm about to shoot every shot and it's like bro you single-handedly almost lost this game yeah dude stakes stakes is stakes was high bro like i was going crazy i'm like what are you doing <laughs> i get a ball to tatum yeah i i, I would rather the ball have been in alpha al horford's hands exactly al horford jalen brown i mean i know jalen brown had turnover issues but like, I would rather him have the ball. Jason Tatum hit two huge shots that pretty much all sealed the deal. And it should have been a blowout from that point. But, you know, thanks to Marcus Smart, want to shoot every open three-point shot. Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah. Which kind of, you know, well, we'll get into the, we'll get into our predictions now, I guess, for the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh I've been seeing just before I get into all my prediction. I've been seeing a fair share of people picking the Celtics to win this series. Um, I've seen the opposite. Well, maybe in the YouTube world, sports world, in the YouTube sports world, a lot of people are going with the Celtics. In okay. The, in the major media, the commercial media, I feel like more commercial pundits are going for Golden State. So okay. what about on your end? I I've done a lot of calculations, Rodney. Um, a lot of a lot of equations I've scribbled out on a chalkboard in my house and I've studied it <laughs> to figure out who's gonna win this series. 
dude, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of stumped. I do have a pick, but I'm kind of stumped. I'm, 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 I'm almost as stumped as I was last year when the Bucks yeah. and the Suns went at it. But I love that. I love that. I love that neither team has a player named LeBron James or Kevin Durant. Right. Um, I'm going with Warriors and seven, but I don't feel good about it. Why don't I feel good about it, Rodney? Uh, because it's, the, the Celtics are the better matchup. If this was the Heat, Warriors, I think it's over in five. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a uh, sweet. sweet. You know, I, I just think that the Celtics have a lot of matchup problems for the Warriors defensively. Okay. I, I think that Jason Tatum is going to be... Um, now they got the, to the Warriors defense. The Warriors do have guys they can throw at Jason Tatum to kind of keep him off balance. But then you got to worry about Jalen Brown. You got to worry about Al Horford, who who's kind of like their Draymond Green, almost without the yeah. the extra yeah. animation and stuff. You, you know, yeah, they have, he's Draymond. He's Draymond with no text. Yeah, exactly. You got Grant Williams, who he had a bad series against the Heat, but. He can turn it on. He showed in the Milwaukee series. He can turn it on at any moment, and he's a good defender. You got White, who comes off the bench, gives you instant offense. You can throw Tice out there. You can throw Williams out there. So, like, they got a lot of bodies that they can uh, keep active on defense to kind of counter what the Warriors like to do. So, I think the key is going to be Andrew Wiggins. If Andrew Wiggins has a big series, I see the Warriors winning this series. If Andrew Wiggins is trash in this series, the Warriors going to have a hard time. So, it's, it's hard for me to think that Andrew Wiggins won't be, well, will be trash. I, 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 I hear people's arguments that the Celtics are going to win, but I hate the argument that they're going with for the reasons that they're going with because everyone's like, oh, well, Golden State's not that good because they never went through Phoenix and the, the their last two championships, KD won those. And then their first championship, they only won because the Cavaliers were injured. It's like, I don't like, I don't like the reasoning that people are picking the Celtics. They're trying to make it seem as if the Celtics are going to win because Golden State is like somehow like this untested, and not really good team and Fugazi, but I don't I don't agree with that reasoning. But if you want to say, well, I think the Celtics are going to win because of bad matchups, like you just laid out, Rodney, I could easier go with that. I could, or, or you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, they, they just their, their defense is going to like converge on Golden State and make things inconvenient for them. Um, I'd rather go with that. But I'm going with Golden State because. And I don't feel good about it, Rodney, because I feel Golden State, and I know I'm undercutting my own argument with this, I feel that Golden State's road to the finals was a lot easier than Boston's road to the finals. Yeah, it was. It was easier. Uh, even though Memphis Memphis gave them... Right, Memphis the gave them the most goal. The, Memphis gave the Celtics the blueprint on how to stop the Warriors. It's just that you got to close the Warriors out. That's the thing. Right, right. Yeah, Memphis just didn't close them out. Um, and you know, the Warriors always had that one game where they they get down. You know, they just you could tell they're they're, they're not into it, and they lose by thirty or something like that. You know, I I don't know, man. 
<laughs> I got the I got the Warriors in seven. I'm with you on this. I got the Warriors in seven. But yeah, so I, I got the Warriors in seven only because like I, I just think experience is gonna come uh, as a key factor. I look at the Celtics like they're everybody's like, oh, it's the Celtics time and this that, and the other. I was like, yeah. I'm sure people were saying that about the bad boy Pistons when they played the Lakers the first time, and they yeah. lost to the Lakers in the in the finals. And then we were later, saying that about the Suns last year, right? This is yeah, this is Phoenix time. This is Chris Paul's time. This is opportunity to get his first ring, and it didn't happen. So I know everybody wants the Cinderella story to 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 have a happy ending, but I don't think it's gonna happen. And if the Celtics win this series, they have to do it in six. I do not see the Celtics going to game seven and winning the game seven like they did in Miami. Yeah, very true. Like, the who, wait, they got home court advantage, right? No, no, Golden State does. No, no, it's Boston. Because Boston's the two seed, Golden State's the three. No, no. So here's the thing. They're giving Golden State, they're giving Golden State home court advantage because of the um, regular season record between the two and also oh, is that what they're doing yeah it was um it was crazy it was weird because they said even if the heat made it to the finals golden state would have had home court advantage which is crazy really yeah because golden state yeah, i don't like that yeah golden state beat the heat twice in the regular season and then i'm like how is that possible like I don't like that. The, the team with the better record should should get home court. Because what if those games that maybe they lost in the regular season, maybe that was due to injury, or maybe they didn't have all their players or something for that particular right. those particular games. You know what I mean? I don't think that's 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 not cool, NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking it up now, and I'm, I'm trying to get it. my my internet. Don't want me to be great. But yeah, yeah. First game is in in, in in Golden State. Oh wow, wow. Okay, man. man. I'm looking at. I Boston didn't know that. Record. Golden State did win more regular season games than Boston, and that's why, because they, they both were a three. What, what, what seeds were they? Golden. They both were three seeds. No, Boston was a two. You're right. Boston was a two, but Golden State had the better record. Regular season. Mm. Okay. And. Boston and, and then Golden State had the same record as Miami, but Golden State Golden State holds a tiebreaker because Golden State beat them twice in the regular season. Now if Miami had a better record, then Miami probably would have had home court advantage. Okay. <clears throat> so there, so there, there's that. So that's why I said I, I, I think if the Celtics win this series, they they gotta do it in six. They can't do it in seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I feel better about my pick now, man. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I, now, I, if the Celtics yeah. have home court advantage, then I'll really be worried. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's that. <laughs> yeah, that's that. <laughs> we 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 both got the Warriors in, in seven. We locked them up. That's our picks. We sticking to it. And, um, Can we talk about the weirdness? 
<laughs> you said if they got a problem with it, what? <laughs> Go see Brother Sanders, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brother Sanders, gonna, he our security. He gonna hold us down. <laughs> yep, he is. He is. Can, can we talk about the weirdness of like Draymond giving NBA commentary about teams he's about to play? Yeah, I don't like this whole thing that he's doing. I don't, I don't like this. So you got the they got this thing called the Volume Podcast, right? You were familiar with the Volume, right? No, actually, no. So the Volume Podcast is a podcast that your boy uh, from Fox, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, I'm drawing a blank here. Heard. This is a thing that he started, you know, where he's got different like athletes doing their own podcast and Draymond is one of so uh, he runs his podcast through uh, Colin Cowherd's volume podcast so yeah he goes on the podcast like right after the games right that's a little weird yeah and just start talking about I'm like I I know he's groomed I know they're trying to groom him because I actually saw uh, Charles Barkley was on the Pivot episode with uh, with with uh, Fred Taylor and RC and all of those guys. And Charles Barkley said on that Pivot podcast, and this is the first time I've heard him mention this, that he's only got two years left on NBA on TNT. And he's going to call it quits. So now all of a sudden you see Draymond Green if you notice, they've been sprinkling him in on NBA on TNT. And I think what yeah, he's doing. Yeah. So I, now, what I think what he's doing, he's trying to prepare himself to replace Barkley. Mm. That's what but I is he still gonna? Is he still going to play, though? Because it's like it's it's weird, man, because it's like. You're in the playoffs right now, Draymond. You know, your season is not even over yet. You know, this isn't like when, um, uh, who was that they had on, on right after they, they exited? Uh, man, I can't, I can't remember who it was. Um, it, it was like, it was like last year though. Um, whatever, it's not important. But, yeah. but their season was over. Their season was over, you know, and they were giving commentary, I think, on a team that had just beat them. And that's that's cool. I could ride with that. But to be like, be like, given analyzation of 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 Dallas, you know what I'm saying? Before you yeah. even play them, it's just a little weird to me, you know. And it's like, um, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel he's gonna one of these days he's gonna either put his foot in his mouth or he's gonna say too much and he's gonna light a fire into somebody and they really gonna want to light him up. Well. He, as you, as we're talking, I'm glad you brought this up because he's already starting some forest fires with KD. Have you heard the latest with that? No, no. Okay. So Draymond basically said this. Um, It says Draymond and Kevin Durant made headlines Tuesday when KD called Green's take about Steph Curry facing double teams in the NBA Finals, 100% false. But Green accused his former teammate of taking his quote out of context, saying that Durant has to listen to full takes and not snippets before chiming in. 
Durant quickly responded to Green defending his take. He said, you have to learn to listen to full takes and not snippets, right? So here's what KD says. KD says, oh, I seen it, my brethren. I seen the whole thing. I appreciate the compliments, but I disagree with what you said about double teams. That's all. I love the show. So yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's sounds like, you know, they had a little minor disagreement, but they, you know, I yeah. mean, it, it's 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 because it's KD. It's a little different than if yeah. say Harrison and Barnes said the same thing. Like like if Harrison right. Barnes said followed up with that, it would have been like, oh okay, well you know no harm no foul, let's move on. Right. But because it's KD and KD has a reputation for chiming in and taking stuff personal, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it, it rings a little differently. But it it sounds like it's a non-story to me. Like. If he if it's what KD said, then cool, let's move on. I don't I don't know why the sports media is trying to make hay out of it or something, but I mean, it, is that the same? But this quote this is the start, though. This is the start. You know, is that the, the same start. same argument where they were talking about they were making the argument that Steph was the better player or the bigger threat than KD because they were hitting him with more double double teams than they were hitting KD with? Was that right? Right. Okay. All right. Which I kind of agree with. Yeah, I agree with it too. <laughs> um, I got I got Steph Curry above KD. You know what I'm saying? Rank in the all time ranking list. To be honest, I agree. I, I'm I, I feel like uh, Steph has done more. Steph has done more. And if he wins another uh, championship, this really elevates him past KD, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like. Um. Yeah, yeah. And I'm willing. I'm, <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm willing to take all challenges too. So you no, know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We said it. We said it. Got a problem with it? Take it up with Brother Sanders. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, man. We got some brief uh, NBA news nuggets, man. That I just wanted to just skim through, man. Well. Uh, your, your thoughts on this new hire by the Lakers, man? They hired Darwin Darwin Ham. Over, yeah, I mean, uh, go ahead. Who's the other front runner? Uh, I think um, you know what? I don't have a list in front of me, but Darwin Ham was the winner, so that's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a respectable, uh, you know, hire. I um, did you Darwin know, Ham I, I, make it a matter of prayer before taking this job? <laughs> I was gonna say if I'm Darwin Ham, like he's got a good reputation, like as an assistant coach. He his 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 main talent seems to be developing talent. You know, he was I, I, from what I'm hearing, he was instrumental in de- developing players like Giannis Antetokounmpo and guess what, Al Horford as well. Right. So. I, I what I hope is that this is a long term hire, and that this time next year we're not talking about firing him because the Lakers got beat in the first round or something. You know, just uh, you know, um, or some other predictable Lakers collapse story. You know, so if he's a dude who's talented at developing talent, then this is a dude you ideally want for the next four or five years after LeBron and AD and hopefully Russ move on. 
because how many coaches have they had in the past six years? Six? Yeah. A lot. I mean, if the, if the Lakers just tear, I hate I hate to say this, Lakers fans, but and you guys are going to hate to hear me say this, but you guys need to take a, tear a picture out of the Boston Celtics book when it comes to developing players and developing talent and not relying on superstar talent to always fall on you guys' lap to get you guys to championships. Yeah. I think Darwin, Darwin Ham is the perfect example of somebody that you guys need to look at and say, okay, well, if this guy has a history of developing talent, let's trust this guy and his input in how he's going to build this team and not be so caught up in, oh, we need to get this superstar to play. We need to get this guy over here. We need to get Zach Levine. We need to get Damian Lillard. We need to get all of these other guys. No, develop talent like the Boston Celtics are doing. Look where they're at. They're in the finals. You guys are at home. And and, and if I'm Darwin Ham, I'm not taking a job. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's it's because we all know it's championship or bust with the Lakers. Nobody wants to say that out loud, but that's what it is. You fired, you just fired a coach who won y'all with Chip. So I don't want to hear this mess about, they should have hired Darvin Ham to develop future talent for, for the franchise. But we all know this is about winning a championship. Yep. It's all about the GM, man. Because because if it, if it if it wasn't, y'all y'all would have kept Frank Vogel. Yep. So I, I feel I feel bad for him because I already know the conversation. This time next year, Rodney, we gonna be talking about the, the talk about firing him when the Lakers come up short again. So it's just uh, I don't know, man. It's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? I don't know anybody in their right mind who would want to take that job. Um, Shout out to him you know, for, for for being courageous enough to take that job. Cause yeah, I, yeah, I, w- I would, yeah. I would have did the Dewan Howard, man. <laughs> no, man, I'm good. <laughs> right, go I'm, back I'm to a coach at college. So Jawan Howard was the smart one because you know anything, anything that got LeBron James cemented on it, you ain't in control. I don't care who you hire, GM, coach, LeBron is in control. Whatever he say, go. Yeah, we know this. That's the bottom line. Uh, Getting into the Zach Levine stuff, man. um, I know it's getting kind of ridiculous. A lot of this talk about, you know, trades and all this other stuff. And Zach having dinner with with LeBron James and, and all this other nonsense, man. Uh, I just want to rip off some of these these whack trade proposals that I've that I've stumbled across, and I think you'll be interested in hearing some of these. Ian, so have you heard Jay Williams' trade proposal? Oh no, I, I try not to listen to Jay Williams. He aggravates me. This is going to aggravate you even more. So he, the he Lakers, type, Jay get, Williams, type of dude, type of dude. We used to jump back in back in high school. <laughs> And, and knock his head up against the Fruitopia machine. <laughs> oh. So, so, so this is his proposal. He got the Lakers getting Zach Levine in return. The Knicks get Russell Westbrook and two first round draft picks for one for twenty seven and one for twenty eight. And then the Bulls who wants get that? who wants who wants Russell Westbrook? It gets worse. It gets worse. It gets worse. And the Bulls get back. 
Julius Randle and Evan Fournier. No, thank you. <laughs> who, who in their right mind would? Why would the Bulls or the Knicks go for that? <laughs> so terrible. That is so trash. That is the most trashiest. Oh, it, well, it ain't the trashiest. I got like, worse than that. That's trash. I mean, like, like, like. But the Bulls are partnering with Zach Levine. No, 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 no. And it's even worse for the Might Knicks. Well it's like, why would Max? Right. Why? Why? Why would they want? Why would they want? Want to give up? They start their best player essentially, <laughs> or two best players to get Russell Westbrook and a, and a and a draft a draft pick. They can't even cash cash out on for another half a decade. Right. The Lakers have no bargaining chips, bro. None. I, I was listening to I think it was the Bill Simmons podcast the other day, and he he. He was like, listen to the listen to the names on the Lakers roster going into the 2018-2019 season uh, for the Lakers. And he's reading up all, all reading off all these names. Okay. And this was this was before they got Anthony Davis. And um, um dude, it was nothing but like stars. There's people like like Julius Randle, Lonzo Ball, Caruso was new on the team. Um, Brandon Ingram. It's like had LeBron just stayed pat with the squad as as it was co- currently constructed when he joined the Lakers. He he probably have a couple of chips right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was mind blowing when he read that roster. Ain't none of them people with the team no more. None. Crazy man. I, I got another trade proposal for you, uh, Zach Levine. In exchange, we get from San Antonio, Josh Richardson, Lonnie Walker, Kevin Johnson, and two first-round draft picks. I don't even know those players, bro. I, I don't. I don't really know them. What about this one? The Bulls. Re- <laughs> These are some terrible trips. The Bulls receive Chris Karis Levert and Kevin Love in exchange for Zach Levine. No. Why would we want that? Why would we want Kevin Love? Karis LeVert might be able to be developed into something. There's potential there, but we already got a good player with Levine. Right. I don't want Karis LeVert. I'm sorry. Uh, Chicago gets John Collins, Dellen Wright, Kevin Herter, and a 2022 first-round pick for Zach Levine, Alex Caruso, and a 2028 first-round pick. No, 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 no. No. Now this one I kind of like. <laughs> Herder, Herder and Collins, I like it, but they got to give up way too much. Oh, no. Yeah. And I don't like that one. I'm not talking about that one. This next one I kind of like. Zach Levine in exchange for Will the Thrill Barton, Monte Morris, <laughs> and a 24 first round. No, bro. Well, okay. Oh, Will the me- Thrill. <laughs> no, no. He ain't even you want, will to see Ribs up in Chicago. He ain't we he ain't that that ain't the same Will Barton we used to know, man. He's a sh- he's a shell of himself now. However, however, that first the first you said a first round pick? Uh 2024 first round pick. 2024 first round pick. If Zach Levine walks, it, it might be worth it. Because I said two years ago, Zach Levine is done in Chicago when it when his when his contract runs out. 
I yeah, said that two years ago. Sports. Soon as soon as he signed with Clutch Sports, we talked about it on the show. We knew it was gloom and doom. So that one you might could talk me into, but like we got to get somebody other than Will Barton. Give us like Jamal Murray or somebody. Yeah, I'll take Jamal Murray for that. I, I would take Jamal Murray, uh, take Will Barton out. I like Monty Morris. Jamal Murray, Monty Morris in the 2024 first round draft pick. Or, or uh, if they don't want to part with Murray, Michael Porter Jr. maybe. I'll take him too. You gotta, you gotta find a, re- a way to replace a two-time All Star putting up twenty-five, five and five. Like, you, you gotta find a way to to come out even in this. You can't, you can't just be. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Uh, but that's that's about it. That's all the the crazy trade rumors that I've heard thus far and i'm sure there's going to be more bad ones to come but i mean i don't, I don't see like you said and i agree with you uh, zach's going to test the market honestly if the bulls are willing to get this man a max he would be dumb not to take the money uh but hey if he wants to go to the lakers which i think that's not a better situation than what he's in right now Fine with him. Kudos to him. I mean, that's that'll be stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, Lakers just trying to stack the deck. It's like y'all, y'all got no assets, bro. You got none. Like your only option is to, is to pay that luxury tax, to pay whatever higher guns you need to help LeBron try to get that fifth ring. Yep. Yep. Um, real quick, man. Uh, uh, I think these next two topics kind of going to blend into each other a little bit, but man, Patrick, Patrick Beverly, man, uh, since we've done our last episode, man, Patrick Beverly's been making a lot of noise in the media, man, and for good reasons. I mean, <laughs> he's been quite entertaining, uh, to say the least, and giving me a reason to watch ESPN again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree, man. Like, like, now I'm a little. I'm a little I'm, I'm not as high on Pat Beverly giving commentary as I as I once was. It's like the first couple of times I was like, oh man, this is wildly entertaining. But he's starting to do that thing that I don't like with ex-players who give commentary. And that is when there's a whenever there's like a controversial issue that comes up or they're discussing like what players are worth. He's doing this thing that all players do because I noticed it with ex-NFL players. They always close ranks with their fellow players, and they they they, they all always take the, the side of the issue with their fellow players. Like like for instance, what was it? I think they were talking about is uh, they're talking about was, James uh, Harden. Was he worth? Yeah, James Harden. Is he max. worth a max? And he's like, of course he is. It's like like look at the numbers, and it's like mm, no, there's 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 more to the story, bro. And it's like they do this thing where it's like, well, I'm always going to take the player side you know what i mean um against you 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 bad foul media people who you know what i mean who want to who want to degrade us and criticize who, us all who, the who time. overpraise chris paul and, and downgrades people like me and, 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 and it's like okay you dog chris paul but then you want to give somebody the max to a player that does the same thing as chris paul he comes up short in the playoffs. 
two. So you want him to get the max? He do the exact same thing Chris Paul does? Yeah, see, see I don't like that. I don't like that, you know? Like, if you're going to keep it real, keep it real. But if you're going to do this thing where you like, I'm always going to take the side of the player, no matter how wrong I might be on this issue. Like, I, yeah, don't do that, Pat Bev. Like you can go back, go 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 back to playing with the Timberwolves. Is that if that's what you're gonna do? Well, he got into a back and forth with with Stephen A. about Zion Williamson and uh, saying that you know Zion Williamson. He basically said that oh, if Zion Williamson comes back, they're still not gonna be better than us, meaning the Minnesota Timberwolves. And he was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> You guys both lost in the first round. What are you talking about? Y'all both. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, that's not going to That's not going to that, Just because they got Zion doesn't mean they're going to be better than us. And it's like, come on, bro. Like, the season's over, man. Stop talking about last year. What y'all going to do next year? Stephen A is yeah. talking about what y'all going to do next year. Yeah, yeah, and like y'all, y'all just got good, and like you said, it's like they on the same level. Like Pelicans with an AFC, they with a seven C. Like ain't no huge difference here. Like what? What are you? Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, like, I mean, the Patrick <laughs> Beverly stuff was exciting in, in the beginning, and he is still, you know, he's causing a lot of people to come on the mic and, and, and go at him and everything, which is is all. It feels Kwame Brownish, almost like. <laughs> He's just trying to get un- under everybody's skin. But uh, the, the only thing, the one thing I didn't agree with that that Pat Beverly did, I did love the, I did love his rant on Chris Paul, by the way. But I didn't like the pillow talk. I hate when dudes do that. If, Ian, we homies, right? We have a conversation. Yep. We have a conversation about somebody. You know what I'm saying? That gives trash talks at the hall, right? <laughs> we on the same, yeah. Oh. We on the oh. we on the same elders body, right? We talking about another, you know. Oh man, this this brother. And then we we, we had the elders meeting, and oh, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm gonna tell you the truth. And, and Rodney's my witness. What's his name? Trash at the, on, on on the platform. I I didn't like that whole thing with Pat Bev talking about. Something. Uh, 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 Paul George. Ask Paul George. If I'm Paul George at the crib, I'm upset. Yeah. I'm like, bro, like, don't put me. Are you, <laughs> you putting pillow talk out there on the street, man? Yeah. 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 That's that's not cool. Like, oh, I'm just saying it was Paul. Yeah. yeah it was, I caught that too. I'm like, man, let Paul George speak for himself. If you want to say yeah. this to you, go on the record and you say it. Oh, by the way. Shout out to Kevin Holiday who gave an excellent talk in my Hawks week. I don't want anybody thinking that, that was a shout out at him. It was not. Love that brother. Shout out to him. Beverly Ridge. Know, brother. I don't even know Big up. But hey, hey, keep doing what you're doing. He was not the brother I was talking about. He he gave an excellent warm talk this, this past week. That's good. That's good. But yeah, man. Um, you know, I was cool. I, like I said, I was cool with the, the initial um reaction to pat bear but after a while it starts to, like you said it starts to um gets watered down all all of a sudden and it used, you, know, you, you look like a troll you look like a troll after a certain point like yeah. you said like the Kwame brown effect it's like man when you first came out and defended yourself it was cool we was entertained 
But with the Kwame Brown thing, like I, I, I quickly saw, I'm like, man, I don't like where this is going. Like this dude is just, now he think everybody want to hear from him on every topic and we don't. Right. You know, and he just came out, did his little video or two and then went away. We'd have been like, dang, you know, don't, don't play with Kwame Brown's name. You know what I'm saying? And that would have been that. He he might have got an invitation onto some of these sports shows. But that now to be, be you know what I'm saying? He he doing these response videos to, to gossip about Stephen A and Molly Quarum. It's like, man, man, go somewhere. You just gotta you just gotta ask to grind with Stephen A. Smith. Like right. and, and, and we don't wanna hear it. <laughs> you know, we don't wanna hear it. Exactly. Exactly. And with Pat Bev, like you gotta actually grind with Chris Paul, and like, yeah, we all know this, and we 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 over it. Chris Paul is probably somewhere in a beach somewhere, just not really paying him no attention. Chris Paul need to pay uh, Pat Beverly rent, uh, uh, cause he living in his head free right now. <laughs> exactly, like. And that's the thing, man. Pat, man, he he almost he almost going for this this shock value media stuff. You know, it's like, you know, shock value can only take you so far, man. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, we gonna go to a commercial break, and then we'll be right back. All right, let's do it. All right, we back. All right, man. This man, I'm rubbing my hands, man. Rubbing my hands <laughs> like Birdman on this next one. Can't wait to tap into this one. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. I was like, man, this is an all-star topic here. Shout out to Rodney. Hey, man. Hey, I thank you too, man. You the one brought it up, so I, I was like, hey, let's do this. Uh, but yeah, we we doing a roundtable discussion this time. Movies. Usually we do music, but this time we doing movies. And um, we, as all of you listen to this podcast, we are Jehovah's of Witnesses, Jehovah Witnesses, and um, we, you know there are certain standards. In regards to the way we, you know, approach our entertainment, right? But we were all brought up, raised as one of Jehovah's Witnesses. But as young people, you, you stumble across things as time progresses, and you, you know we're all imperfect. We all stumble and, and <laughs> dabbled our fingers in the rated R. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and gave it a taste. So, <laughs> uh, and, and it's funny because when you get into conversations with other witnesses, and you might quote something from a movie, and you always get that one witness that's like, "Wait, uh, yeah, that was from. Wait, wasn't that rated R?" <laughs> you always get that question, the, the, the dreaded "Wasn't that rated R?" question. Yeah, yeah. And you looking back at them like, yeah, but how did you know? How did you know it was rated R? You know what I mean? So me and Ian are going to tap into some rated R movies that every Jehovah's Witness has seen. And they <laughs> and, and know they have seen. 
So I'm going to hand the floor off to you, man, because I know you got a, a, a nice list of them, but I, I'm going off the top of the dome, so uh, I'm going to need your help on this one, Ian. Absolutely, absolutely. I have, let's see, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I, I actually got 12 movies. I got a couple honorable mentions that I, I feel most witnesses have seen, but I'm not quite sure. So I, if we have time to cover those, I, I'll just put those on the back burner for now. Um, <laughs> first one up, man, The Matrix. Oh, every witness has seen The Matrix. If Everybody around seen that time. If you if you were from the age of maybe eighteen to and and I would even say if you were like forty at that time, you bringing your kids to go see the Matrix. <laughs> you know, like everybody's seen the Matrix. You know how I saw the Matrix, Rodney? How? My dad rented it from Blockbuster. <laughs> the first one. The first one, the first oh, one. Man. I don't know if he, I don't know if he knew if it was rated R or not, but like, he definitely didn't know till afterwards. And like afterwards, it was just like, oh man, that was kind of a soft R. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it was. Actually, me and um, me and me and Junior went to go see it at the at wow eighty seven. Yeah, everybody. Everybody's seen The Matrix. I don't, don't want to hear nothing about. Nobody better not be on Front Street with that movie. Everyone's seen it, and you know it. All right, right. next one I got. Um, Friday. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, everybody's seen. It. I've even if you saw I've, the I've, edited I've, version on regular TV, you've seen Friday. You've seen Friday. I, I've, I've, I've been in homes and dens conducting a meeting for field service with a copy of Friday proudly displayed in that individual's DVD or on VHS or the bootleg version that you, that was like the, the hot commodity back then when that movie came out no this, this is on DVD I'm like man bro you, you bought this in the new millennium <laughs> <laughs> just 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 proudly you just bought just, that <laughs> Proud, proudly, proudly displayed on the top shelf too. All right. right. Um, and, and and my father-in-law, low key, my father-in-law is a huge fr- fan of Friday. Mm. He is a huge fan of Friday. Um, I, I, and 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 please, please tell your wife don't get mad at me when I say this. But uh, after meeting, you know, her dad um, on several occasions, uh, I can tell that he's <laughs> right. my share of Fridays. Yeah, he said, he's like, yeah, I had a co-worker who asked me, do we do we really say that at the doors when people slam the doors? And I, say, <laughs> and I said, maybe. <laughs> so shout out, shout out to Sister Williams for her, her appearance on Friday. <laughs> hey, Sister Williams don't do that no more, though. You know, she calmed down over the years. Yeah, 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 we hope. We hope. We ain't around her all the time, no. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes that old personality come out when you don't want to hear the word, you know. <laughs> All right, next up, um, and this is this one is across the board. This ain't even cultural right here. This is just across the board. Shawshank Redemption. Wow, wow. You Everyone's seen it. Everyone has seen that movie because it was played in in schools. Was it? Yes, they played that at my school. 
Oh, wow. They Shawshank do- Redemption and Schindler's List. Mm. Now, Schindler's List, yeah, but not, we didn't buy Shawshank Redemption. Um, yeah. I actually saw Shawshank Redemption. Remember, um, Sister Newman and I was talking about on the show a couple months back. I actually saw that at her house. And like, my mom enjoyed it so much, she borrowed the, the VHS tape from them and we had it at the crib for a couple of months. That That's another movie. That's another example of a soft R. Right. And, and people just love Morgan Freeman. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's so, something about him. We just love white people, black people, Latino people. It's just something about Morgan Freeman movies. But everyone has seen Shawshank Redemption. I've, I've come to find. Uh, next up, this was not shocking. Goodfellas. Uh, shout out to Ray Liotta. Yeah, um, shout out to Henry Hill. Uh, next one, Alien. Ooh, Alien. Yeah, that's a good one. I think everybody's seen Alien. Alien is 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 one we've seen. The next one I got up, Godfather. <laughs> one and two, or just the first one? One and two. One and two. You, you can't see the first one and you don't watch the second one. Best best sequel, best movie sequel ever, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, I actually bonded with my mother-in-law over Godfather because she loves the Godfather. And you know what? Honestly, that's a soft R. Yeah. By today, by, yep. by today's standards, it wouldn't even be that, R. That's a that's a MA fourteen series TV series right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep, shout out to the Godfather. I love that film. Um, next one up. This now this is this next one this might be cultural. Richard Pryor live on Sunset Strip. That's cultural. That's cultural. I think everyone's seen this. I've been in elders' meetings <laughs> and a brother around my dad's age will quote directly from one of the riffs from that comedy special. <laughs> and I'll be sitting there, and I'll be sitting there going. Man, that's from uh, Richard Pryor. Like, like, I'm like, this brother don't think I'm hip to game. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm hip to the game, bro. Like, I I know you got that Arizona State Penitentiary riff from Richard Pryor. Right. Um, yeah, so that's another one. Next one. I don't know. This one might be cultural. Because I'm starting to see that not as many people have seen this that I thought originally. House Party. Uh, I think people have seen House Party on TV. Okay. Because it, it used to come on TV so much. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, and you forget that it's rated R because it's such a goofy movie. Yeah, it's super goofy. You know, it's like, why did they even bother making this R? You know what I mean? <laughs> It's clearly for teenagers. Like, wh- why would y'all make this R? It's it, because of the the, the the amount of f bombs, probably. And it wasn't I needed. It, I know, as a certain amount of f bomb, you can, you know, allow for it to cross that rated R line. Okay, yeah, they crossed it. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. That's why it was rated R. That that R- that, that that movie is justified for rated R. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, then next one. Um, Terminator one and two. Oh, everybody's seen Terminator. 
everybody has seen Terminator. That's 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 the Matrix of the nineties. Yeah, you're right. Slash you're right. Matrix. You're right. Yep. Yeah. It was so ahead of its time. I first saw the first Terminator on cable TV, unedited. My dad was watching it when we used to live in North Carolina, and I was terrified, bro. Yeah, I wasn't raised in the truth uh, for people that's listening to this podcast. So I did watch my first exposure to Terminator when I was I was young. I had to be like seven or eight, man. And my stepfather was watching it one time. And all I can remember doing was closing my eyes. Though. <laughs> Almost every scene where he's like moving slow about to kill somebody. Yeah, bro. It, it was the, the scene that terrified me was when they they exploded him in a truck and they thought they had killed him. And then that skeleton came rising up out the fire. Yeah. Yeah. I was so terrified, bro. Yeah. I'm like, man, dad, why are you watching this stuff? <laughs> You look at it now, man. It's all generic looking. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's but Terminator Two. Terminator Two aged well, though. Yeah, it did. It did. I mean, I think they both aged well. To be quite honest, because because the first one it, it it succeeds as more of a horror movie, right? Than a than a sci-fi movie. It's like sci-fi horror. Yeah, but and then Terminator Two is like a strictly sci-fi action movie. Right, right. All right, next one up. Um, these last three are going to be good. Boys in the Hood. Yeah, everybody's seen Boys in the Hood if you came up around that era. If you're under a certain age, if you're under the age of 50, you've seen Boys in the Hood. Yeah. I, I like to think, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's came on regular. All of these shows, they all ended up on regular TV and they played them a million times. So you had. You had to at one point in your life come across some of these movies on this list. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Um, yeah, shout out, shout out to Boys in the Hood, shout out to John Singleton, uh, shout out to Alicia Rogers, you know, star. <laughs> yep. <laughs> with, that, with that terrible screen. Yeah, that, that was that was that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> But she was, dude, she was, she was hot as a pistol in class act. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and I was, she, she, she woke up some feelings in me back then. But, um, <laughs> next up, we got, he's next to, uh, uh I know the, everyone's seen he's next to. What's love got to do with it? Oh, everybody's seen what's love got to do with it. People didn't even make it. People didn't even make no bones about seeing it back in the day. They was just like, yeah, we're going to go see the Tina Turner movie. What of it? Yeah, because that, it, it, yeah, our parents went to go see Like, everybody that I remember raised that. around that time, that went up around, came up around that era, that they not they not about to be like, oh, my conscience. I don't know if I should watch it. No, they're going to see some Tina Turner, man. Whether it's exactly. red or not. Exactly. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure our mothers went to go see that together because I remember it was like a huge thing in the congregation because yeah. it got out that the sisters went out to go see that movie together and we were just like, oh, okay, well, I mean, they saw it, you know. It's Tina Turner, of course they saw it. Like, like, and from that point on, anything Angela Bassett was in, 
from that point, no matter if it was yeah. Radar, he, Sisters was going to see that movie. Angela yeah. Bassett had the Sisters. Yeah, she was a star. She was a star after that, man. Like, plus, I mean, plus Tina Turner herself was huge back then. Like, everybody loved Tina Turner. That yeah. was like the first black biopic, I think, outside of Malcolm X that really made a splash like that. And like, and then, and then, and then after that, you know, everybody, Ike became like a living joke because it was like, oh man, he was getting down like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we got the clown this dude. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, so. Yeah, and people didn't, maybe people knew, but maybe people didn't, you know? I know I didn't know that, you know, because it's not my generation, but yeah. And then um, lastly, I'll go ahead. To your lastly, anything and this goes this i would just add these next few movies onto your list just since we talking about agile bassett she was in soul food right yeah sure was yeah yeah everybody seen soul food um and 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 uh waiting to exhale oh i forgot about that one boom 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 i forgot about that one come on man i forgot about stella got stella got her groove back too yeah, I don't know if everyone's saying that one. I'm talking about sisters. I ain't talking oh, about I got brothers. I got Angela I got Bassett, An- Angela Bassett, for a good almost ten year period, had the sisters twenty. Block. Twenty had the sisters battling a conscious, trying not to see the movies. <laughs> <laughs> she was she was to them what Jordan Peele is to us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Now my last movie, everybody's seen this. <laughs> the Color Purple. Color Purple was rated R. Oh yeah. It was. Yep. It's a light R, but it's a R. Wow! Did not know that. That is. Yep. A, that's the softest R. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah, everybody, everybody seen Color Purple. They play that. We we watched that in school too. Which is an underrated movie because um it really shows what women of color, what well, specifically black women had to go through around the turn of the century, you know. And it's bugged out that it was that's a Steven Spielberg movie and it got nominated for like 11 Oscars, did not win a single one. And that movie Deserves yeah, to, all the praise uh, in Africa. the world, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, the the book is good too, because um, there's some it's some rough stuff in the book. Um, but like, you kind of there there those that those women's story is not really told. It's like you talk about turn of the century films, and it's like most of them are about Italian gangsters or. You know what I mean? Cops and robbers and stuff like that. But like we kind of forget about what people like our grandparents and great grandparents had to grow up in, you know, in that in that time period, you know, right before the Great Migration to the north. And like, you know, they got some stories that need to be told, too. And I think The Color Purple is a is a is an excellent film and a, and a needed one. Um, but yeah, everybody's seen The Color Purple. We we had I'm pretty sure my mom still got a copy of it on VHS. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> and it had Oprah in it too. Come on, yeah, now. yeah, 
definitely. All the quotes from that movie. All's my life. I had to fight. fight Come on, yeah. Mary. I mean, yeah. Um. So I got I got some stuff. I got some stuff for you guys. I got some stuff for you. You got any um, fan beer in there? Um, no, I don't have any fan beer. I'm sure a lot of bro- y'all brothers in, from the 70s that's listened to this podcast have seen your fair share of, <laughs> of fan beer. <laughs> uh, but uh, here, here, here's, I don't have a list, but this is off the top of the dome. I got RoboCop, man. I think everybody oh, has good seen one. RoboCop. Good everybody one. has seen RoboCop, man. Yeah, RoboCop was terrifying as a kid, man. It is a violent movie. Now that's a strong R. Like, and people were taking parent back then. Parents were taking their kids to see RoboCop. Yeah, I saw RoboCop unedited, bro. Like, like at five, and it's so many scenes in that movie that I would never go revisit. Bro, tell me about and then dude, I was terrified of Red Foreman, bro. Even <laughs> even Foreman. after he even yeah. after he popped up on that 70s show, I was like, oh no, it's uh yeah, Clarence Bodica. Yeah, yeah, he was sinister in that. He was he was a sinister bad guy in that movie, man. And the scene where they crashed into the, the toxic waste oh, and the dude started dude melting was, and he oh, climbed out. Yes, and I remember that one seeing that as a like, kid. Don't, don't touch me, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I could not stand. Oh, I can't. Uh, uh. And oh, and the scene where the, the the guy was testing out, you know, the robot. And he's like, oh, this is gonna be the robot that's gonna, you know, defend crime and, and and take crime away from the streets and 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 do away with all these robbers and then malfunction and then shot that one dude dude blew him away bro and they just shaking like, their head like 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 oh, oh well what's for lunch like yeah it was the most casual reaction to somebody getting murdered by a robot that i've ever seen like i'm like this hey, movie prim, prim, need, <laughs> prim need to do robo <laughs> Yeah, he do, man. He do. <laughs> um, Jerry Maguire. I and actually have not seen Jerry Maguire. You know, I, it, I think a lot of people have seen uh, Jerry Maguire. Um, what's your thoughts on Silence of the Lamb? Um, I don't think everyone's seen that because it when it came out, it, it, it had a, a lot rep- on TV. It had a reputation for um, being a, a, a pure horror movie, so I don't, I don't, I haven't found that a lot of people have seen that movie. Hmm. I think more people have seen Seven than um, than Silence of the Lambs. That's true. That's true. I agree with that. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, that's definitely on the list. Beverly Hills Cop definitely on the list. Blues Brothers. Everybody. I forgot. Blue dude. Brothers is one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time. And that was a rated R movie. That is shocking, bro, that that was rated R. That yeah, was a it, soft by R. Today, by today's standards, it would not be R. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It would not. It would not be. I um, love me some brothers. I'm also going to throw another oldie but goodie. Fatal Attraction. I actually haven't seen Fatal Attraction from beginning oh, to end. I don't remember it scene for scene, but I remember it being a high commodity uh, uh, back then. Um, yeah, it was a, yeah, 
that that one was um I'm, I got another one for you, Gladiator. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I told you about the I told you about the old sister uh, used to be in my congregation who loved her some Gladiator. Oh, Gladiator, everybody's seen Gladiator, man. <laughs> and yeah. and honestly, Gladiator's a soft R, bro. Mm, in certain scenes, yeah, in, in certain, certain scenes, scenes, they 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 edited it a little differently. They could have got away with a PG thirteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I said Die Hard already, right? You did not. Die Hard is another one. Yeah, the first yeah. Die Hard. Yeah, you could put that on the list because all the other Die Hards, I think, was PG thirteen or something like that afterwards, and you know it was watered down after that. Um, and then bad boys. Mm, okay. I, I I gotta go with the first two bad boys, not the, the recent one. But the first that two bad boys. that might be cultural though. It might be. It might be. Yeah, it might be. Um and then I got a few more. This one's a little bit more current. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tap into some people that's listening to this podcast conscience here. Deadpool. I plead the fifth on Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. Wait, wait, three, four, five. Well, I'm saying it all wrong. I'm butchering um, my boy Chappelle. <laughs> I plead One, the two, fifth. Three, four, fifth. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, Deadpool, man. That's a hard one for Marvel's fans, man. That's a hard one. Yeah, yeah. I went to the show. I forgot what what came out. This is when Deadpool two came out. I went to the show, <laughs> and I'm not gonna expose this person on um, wax here, but I did. You 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 ever been to Hollywood? Um, the the movie theater Hollywood where you can eat inside the theater and everything. Yeah. All right. So you know how you're in the lobby area and you wait for your movie to get called on, and you walk up and you wait for them to let you guys in, let everybody in. So yeah. <laughs> we saw a particular couple, uh, <laughs> and. <laughs> We knew they were witnesses and everything, but I don't think they saw us. Okay. So they called up Deadpool too. And it was enough. I forgot what movie we went to go see that day, but they called our movie at the same time. So I, I, I me and Danita got this thing where we see other witnesses. We kind of like try to ghost ourselves so that they won't see us. Cause you know, it's like, eh, you know, they ain't the ones we really, eh, it ain't, people that we really rock with like that so it's kind of like <laughs> you know what i mean right 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 i know i've been the same thing we've been so, the same, so, same thing so 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 i was like look, look that's such and such and such, and such. she's like oh okay I, I wonder what they're going to go see so they called both our movies and so we stayed on one side they was on the other side so we made sure they didn't see us so they called deadpool first and guess who we see walking in the temple? <laughs> we see them walking oh, right in. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> and then they called our movie second and i was like all right well <laughs> we thought they was gonna see what we going to see but hey it is what it is it is what it is i know that second one has ozzie beats in it i don't know i'd be like brother sanders it's coming out of me <laughs> you're right man you're right uh I mean, I might have to see this, you know, just, uh, you know, <laughs> hide it like my Ohio players albums. <laughs> oh, man. But I think that's about all I got uh, off the top of the of the head. Um, I could throw a, a one more. This one is coming to my mind. Predator. The first. Predator. I, thought, I, I thought about Predator, honestly. I think that's a cultural one. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Predator came out in the 80s, along with Terminator, before people really started taking a hardline stance. Like, okay, we're not going to see no R-rated movies. Because by the time 1990 rolled around, my dad wasn't watching no R-rated movies. Not unless they came on TV. But, like, in the 80s, he was definitely watching them. Yeah. Oh, and did I mention Coming to America? Bro, excellent pick. I totally missed that one. Excellent. Yeah. Yep. Everyone, everyone has seen it. Everyone's seen it. Everyone's Because when the second one came out, when the second one came out, I think I think they were talking about that at the at my at my need for service, maybe. Um and, and they were comparing it to the first one. I'm thinking, how y'all know the first one? <laughs> <laughs> how y'all know the first one better? Uh, get them in. Get them. I, I, I'm not here to judge. Brother Ray ain't going to judge y'all. It's all good, baby. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm the same one who went to the show, went to the theater twice to see Get Out. Because <laughs> I enjoyed it so much the first time. Get Out is the current one, too, that, that I'm sure some, not just you, but I, I know some, probably some other witnesses I've seen uh, as well. <laughs> actually, actually, I'm finding that not not that many people have seen it because, from my experience, a lot of people thought it was something supernatural going on in it. So that's another reason why they they, they stayed away from it. But no, it's it's you know, I, which I get. You know, it, it's it's not. It's it's more of a invasion of the body snatchers type of type of plot. But um, you know, hey, do you? Yeah, yeah. I, I will throw this one. Um, I will throw this one in here. It was a movie. I, I kind of I lost it. I'm trying to throw this one in here. But I'm going to say that, uh, <laughs> and this is cultural. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm sure people around in my con- my area of, of, of things, you know, have seen this movie. Uh, I per se I don't really remember seeing anything but I remember being a hot commodity in the 90s pretty woman yeah I, I didn't see it I didn't know anyone who saw it and I'm not I wasn't interested in seeing it but I'm sure people out my way really oh yeah oh, okay yeah. I can, I can kind of see that oh yeah so yeah uh, I think Pretty Woman is one. And, and another one, Rambo, man. All y'all brothers that grew up in the 80s, man, y'all seen them Rambo. Stop playing. Oh, I, absolutely. Absolutely. Stop playing. Absolutely. 
yeah. But uh, that's it. If you guys got any more movies that y'all think <laughs> we didn't seen or have stumbled across, you know, trying to to live this this faithful life as Jehovah's Witnesses, feel free to share with us. You know, and we're not by any means encouraging anybody to watch these movies by any means. We don't want you guys. You know, we're not here to encourage that. But at the same time. Right. We we just acknowledging. We just, just acknowledging certain movies we got through. <laughs> it's just real. Exactly. It's just real talk, man. It's just real talk because everybody uh, struggles in this category, and you know, uh, keep keep on resisting those rated R movies, man, the best you can. <laughs> oh, and for, real quick, fun fact here. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but the first. Do you know what the first ever PG thirteen movie was? I have no idea. So, and, and this is what I mean. Like for a long time, in, in in the movies, there was only two ratings. There was rated R. There was PG. And when you see a lot of PG movies from back in the eighties or, or or the seventies, you be looking at them like, man, this kind of borderline rated R. You know, or yeah, this bro. Don't feel like dude. a PG third. This don't feel like a PG movie, l- l- dude. Uh, let's let's do it again in Uptown Saturday Night. Those would be PG thirteen, right? They would. And Uptown they were. They Saturday were, Night was supposed to be rated R. And, and, and when 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 Biggie Smalls and Kansas City Mac, they be they be jawing at each other. I be like, yo, this is this is <laughs> these yeah. some these some true blue seventies brothers right here. Like exactly. He's, so, he's, so. he's like you lighting the hey to be talking so much ish. Like, I'm like, man. Right? Oh, crazy. I forgot one, Rodney. I oh, forgot go one. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yeah, depending on yeah, if you came up around that era, yeah, that was a popular one. I mean, people used to quote that in school all the time. People quoted that movie in school all the time. Yeah, everyone's seen. I'm gonna get you, sucker. But you're right, man. Like, like RoboCop and Aliens. Like, dude, they used to have toy. They had a whole toy line. Yeah, they did. For like those very hard R-rated movies, and it's like you look back on it now. It's like, man, they didn't care nothing about us in the '80s. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, man. But yeah, the first, the first ever PG-13 movie was Gremlins. Wow, really? Yeah, that's when they came up with the PG because. When Gremlins came out, they said the MPAA was having issues with how to rate the movie because they felt like the content of the movie wasn't strong enough to make it rated R, but it was too disturbing for younger viewers. So they was like, what should we do? So the MPAA came up with an agreement to add the 13 next to the PG. So as long as um they can see it as long as they are guided by a parent uh if they're under the age of 13 to watch the movie and so that gave birth to the first pg-13 movie and that was gremlins oh nice nice i did not know if you go back and watch the first gremlins you can see why i mean it is a dark movie you know what i mean like yeah it, the gremlins 2 was trash everybody knows that it, they kind of made it overly comical and everything like that but the first gremlin it was kind of on the scary side it was kind of it was in the horror genre but 
you know, it had a little sense of humor that was well timed throughout the movie, but it was some moments you like, man, like this is kind of, it's kind of <laughs> creepy. Mm, yeah, I could see that. I could definitely. That. And then along with your point about Robocop, they, they were selling gizmo dolls. I remember. Gizmo was huge back then. He was the first Baby Yoda, Tickle Me Elmo. You know, before all of those, all of these little cute animals that you know grabbed kids' attention came out. You know, Gizmo was the first man. Indeed, you're right. Yep, I remember that. I remember that. High commodity too. Yeah, man. People was people was killing for those Gizmo toys. So that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. A little history, little history behind that whole, whole thing. So, uh, but that's it, man. That's it. Good comment. <laughs> Good. Hey, if y'all got any more, man, feel free to share. We got some awards to get out. We running out of time. Uh, big Head Rico Award. What you got? I don't have a Big Head Rico Award uh, this week, actually. Man, I got one towards Jason Tatum. All right. I love Jason Tatum. Don't get me wrong. I love Jason Tatum. Hey, to tell your son not to attack me with what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> but this whole thing of him, now I appreciate the wearing the Kobe, you know, thing on his, you know, band on his his elbow and everything. That's cool. You know, I, that, that's 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 a sweet story. Oh, Jason, that's nice. You know, Kobe's your guy. You know, we get. But then he goes extra and. Now he's got the Kobe jacket sitting next to his MVP trophy and looking sad like the iconic, you know, Kobe picture where after he won his second title and he was all sad because his in-laws didn't want him to marry his, you know, wife, Vanessa and all that other stuff. And then screenshots a, a, a thing of him texting Kobe Bryant like I got you tonight or something like that and showing it. I'm like, come on, man. Come on, bro. Oh yeah, dude, yeah, just, that's too just much. Wear the, just wear the armband, man, and and that, and and just keep it there, dude. You ain't got a, you ain't won a championship yet. Like, yeah, that's that's who, that's who. It's like, man, bro, we saw the we saw the we saw the armband, bro. Like, 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 let's move on. We saw the armband, all right. It's like, oh yeah, in case you missed it. Like, I, I was cool with Kobe Bryant. No, I, come on, bro. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I ain't no, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I don't like that. What do you think of the 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 new MVP award for the Western and Eastern Conference Finals? Forgot to ask that. Oh, I love it, man. I think it's overdue. Yeah, I thought um, so too. I think it's overdue. I don't. I don't like the fact that they named the Eastern Conference one after Larry Bird. It's like, come on, y'all. Like, you know that should be named after Michael Jordan. That's true. That's true. no trophy in the NBA is named after Michael Jordan. You got the Kobe Bryant Award, right? For the All-Star. Yeah, for the All-Star. You got, you got Larry Bird. Russell for the Prince Award. You're right. Bill Russell. It's like... Larry West is the logo. Yeah, man. Where's the respect, bro? Where's the respect? Well, when Mike gonna get some? Man, yeah, that's true. That's true. I see what they were trying to go because it was like, you know, Larry and Magic, but, you know, yeah, yeah, you're right. You they know, need, they need to name the, um, they need to name the, um, uh, uh, the scoring title award after Mike. That's a good idea. Since or he won it, what, like 10 times? Yeah, or the MVP, the MVP trophy in the finals after Michael Jordan. 
But that's already named after somebody. It is, but they need to remove it and replace it with my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, I think the score, the score title award, should be named after. Honestly, that's a good idea. Yeah, and just have Mike's pose as as the statue. What do you think of the uh, new? What, what do you think of the new um, design of the NBA Finals trophy? Have you seen that? Yeah, you know it's not it's not terribly different from the original one. Um, so it's it's I like it. It's cool. Yeah, I didn't see the difference. I'm like, it looked like the old one. They added they added that more etching on like the netting, right? And that was that was basically it. Yeah, I think the bottom of it might be slightly different. Yeah, yeah, the base of it. But yeah, other than that, it's like yeah, it, it don't look that much different from the rich. No, uh, essence of Otis Award. What do you got? I actually don't have one. I only got oh. I only got uh you playing. Oh, you don't have one. Okay, I got one. You now I got now I can hear you. Uh, I was trying to oh, this this internet, man. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Um my award. Okay. Yeah, my award, uh my essence of oldest award goes to Jack Harlow stands. Yeah, Jack Harlow stands. Um, I'm tired of them. I'm tired of them. Uh, I got too many people coming at me talking about some. Hey, you listen to the new Jack Harlow? It's tr- it's good. It's good. And I was like, and then when I say no, it's not. Like, and, and when I say it's not that good, oh, you don't like him because he's white. I'm like, dude, I don't care about his 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 skin color. If the guy's trash, the guy is trash. You know, did you see the, the the syllabus for the next vibes and stuff podcast? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 gonna give some full commentary on Mr. Harlow next week. So, um, as well as others of his of his kind. <laughs> oh, he, 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 he uh, Snoop's on the album, and uh, Lil Wayne's on oh? the album. Okay, so Jay Z oh. and and Mob Deep was on Shaq's album. Does that make Shaq a good rapper? Is the person saying this to you under the age of 25? No, that's the surprising part. It's people around our age that's, that's drinking the Jack Harlow Kool-Aid. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, I guess next next week's Vibes and Stuff podcast show is definitely needed. <laughs> oh, and shout out shout out to um to, to the rapper uh, Rita J. For coming through and showing us some love man, and doing the energy. Y'all make that happen, man. Hey man, I pulled some strings, man. Consistency, man. Consistency builds reputation. Reputation builds cultural currency. And you cash that in <laughs> for interviews. <laughs> hey, and, and she's not gonna be the only one, uh, too, by the way. We're gonna have some more along nice. the lines of uh of that. So be on the lookout for that. Nice. Shout out to Rita J. Yeah, man, she's been around for for quite a while. She's a Chicago staple, so yeah, that was that was nice. That was nice to hear her on on the show. I haven't listened to the like all the way through yet because I was on vacation. I had started it, and then I, I started getting started uh, fighting bears and stuff. But <laughs> <Yeah>. fighting bears. <laughs> 
but no no man I, i'm i'm that that's nice man that's a come up um cuddy award mines go to andrew wiggins for dunking on luca last week <laughs> that was a nasty dunk <laughs> yeah it was a nasty dunk my, my cutty award is going to steve kerr for um you know taking his moment in front of the media to speak on the shooting in uvalde texas with the with the young kids that one man that one really i mean the buffalo one hit me man like you know you know keep the keep the citizens in buffalo in your prayers man like i didn't hear that anybody affected was you know one of us but still though like no you know you don't want that to happen anybody. you know you you see the pictures of the victims and it's like they, they look like people you know you know and it's yeah, just man. like you know it's just it's just it's terrible and then we can't even catch our breath before some psycho runs up in a in a fourth grade classroom and just executes the whole classroom my son is going to be in fourth grade next year but you know um you know shout out to steve kerr man for like just cutting straight to it you know and, and saying what the problem is and 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 actually being fired up about it and you know reminding people what's what's going on in the world it's like yeah we look to sports as a distraction uh but you can't help but have this stuff on your mind and i i don't know it affects everybody whether you got kids or not but when you have a kid man it's just like it hits you a little different i mean dude they i heard i heard a report that they were watching moana man wow you know what i mean innocent like no one asked for this you know what i mean and and, and you know it, it's it's crazy man it's crazy but yeah big shout out to steve kerr for doing that that was you know that was great that was great and shout out to uh you know kenny smith you know he he basically called it for what it was he was like man this this type of thinking is demonic yep the type of mind that would that would do that you know it's like he's a huge just like it's just demonic you know yeah 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 it's, it's that that's a good one i ain't got nothing for that one man uh that 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 award deserves you know <laughs> that, that man that was great that was great like it it, it had me fired up listening to steve kirk you know but uh but at the same time, you know, being one of Jehovah's Witnesses, man, we, we 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 definitely are not naive to stuff like this, man. We're not, you know, gonna just take a, a look at this in a vague in a vague way. You know what I mean? We we you hate to hear stuff like this. And if that that doesn't affect you, I don't know it, it, who you are. You know. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh. You played yourself a war. You don't as have. Talking about, yeah, Draymond broke the code. Talking about who they were going to play next. It's like, man, shut up. Y'all still lost. <laughs> Y'all still lost. Shut up. Talking too fast. Talking too soon. Yeah, right. That's a good one. Go in the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Mill Carden Award. I don't have one actually. Yeah, I, I don't have one either. I think everybody in the playoffs. I think these were some pretty good 
hard fought playoff series, even though one of them was shorter than the other one. I think everybody was playing their hearts out. I, I don't think it, you know, anybody, you know, deserve it. Uh, well, yeah, you know, Duncan Robinson disappeared in, in that in that Heat series, so and maybe Duncan Robinson. Yeah, just give it to Duncan Robinson. <laughs> uh, it's a shame award, and again, you know, uh, shout out to Ray Loyola. Um, man, he's gonna be missed, and uh, yeah, shout out uh, to all the kids from Texas and that shooting that 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 lost their lives. You know, when I, when I saw the picture of all those kids, man, it, it made me think about a lot of the kids in my congregation. I'm like, man, that could have been, that could have been any kid, you know. So, big shout out. Yeah, yeah. Um, my it's a shame is a little bit more lighthearted. Um, my it's a shame. It's a shame what happened to Kyrie Irving's max extension. <laughs> Kyrie, <laughs> it's like it's like uh, you did this to yourself, bro. You did this to yourself, and now there's all this talk about the Nets having talked to KD, and they they're reticent about giving a supermax to Kyrie. So now KD might walk. It's like okay, y'all y'all think y'all gonna walk across the street to Madison Square Garden with that with that BS? And um, I don't know. I don't know. The Knicks are stupid though. They they might just. Oh, we, we can get Kyrie and KD. Let's do it. You know, they might pull the trigger on both of them. Yeah, the Knicks are hungry. They thirsty. They want the attention. The Nets need to just start over. I don't think I don't think that I don't think Knicks fans are gonna want that though. Yeah, I don't know. All the mess they've been talking about Brooklyn. Just yeah, for them New to York. possibly come over to the Knicks. Man, New York is designed for this stuff, man. Let them have it. I, I don't I don't care. I, I, I love seeing Knicks fans suffer. <laughs> I don't care. Let, let them go to the Knicks. I I, I want the drama in, in, in New York so I can see all see all of them those miserable faces when they get bounced out the first round again by Trey. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. But I believe it there, man. I gotta go. Cut some heads, man. Get back to work. Good show. Lots to unpack. Enjoy the finals, everyone. And uh we we'll definitely see y'all on the next one. All right, for show. Let's go. Yeah, y'all. Oh, oh, one more plug, one more plug, one more plug. I'm sorry, one more plug. Hey, vibes and stuff, new episode, check them out, just drop. Uh, also, hey, vibes and stuff, man, picking up steam on, 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 on social media, man. So, you know, you guys, man, uh, I appreciate it. Out. Shout out to DJ Money in the Bank, too, man, for shouting me out uh, for the Black Star Review, most definitely. Oh, man. Well, hey. And, and I'm on the same page with you, man. I was not, I was not blown away by that Black Star project. I was not. I think I was actually less blown away than you was. But yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't blown away at all. Like I thought it had some bright moments, but overall, I'm like, man, y'all made us wait for this. And then, like the rollout too was just like, yeah, this whole thing with this podcast platform that they. Put their album on. I don't like that. that. You might as well sell albums out your the trunk of your car. Don't do something like that. 
bro, you could have done a workshop, like, and just popped up selling a CD. Or, man, you could have done Bandcamp. That, that's what I mean. It's like, what's wrong with Bandcamp? You could have set your own price. You could have set it up so that nobody could hear it unless they purchased it. Because there are albums on Bandcamp like that. And, and set your own price. And people would have been like, okay, I'm going to go to Bandcamp and buy it. I, I think this was one of the most disappointing releases of the year, in my opinion. Bro, bro. That, that, that album and the Jack Harlow album and the Big Crit album are like the front runners for most disappointing album this year. Ooh, that big crit was trash. I forgot about that. I forgot all about that album. I even, I, I only heard a couple of singles. I didn't listen to the album. I only heard a couple of singles from it. And I didn't like the direction it was going. I was like, uh, so yeah, yeah. One of them was going to win the Vibes and Stuff Award for most disappointing album at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should talk about it on the next show. Uh, the Black Star album, Rodney. Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm definitely gonna try to make myself available next week, man, and, and try to get on on the on the mic. Now that I'm, oh, I can't do it next week, my We're gonna be, we gonna be still gone, but, but probably the week after that. So, okay, yeah, do your thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, definitely check those out. Check those episodes out. New vibes and stuff. Also, more coffee and beats coming soon. You know, once I, you know. Are done with all my anniversary stuff. I get. I'm gonna get back on the mic with that sub too. So, in the meantime, I'll see y'all on the next one. All right, peace. Your mouth look like you've been drinking a six pack of stains. <laughs> <laughs>